fine. <laughs> okay, guys, we are back with another episode. Um, today we have a very special guest. We have another one of our beautiful line sisters, Akela. Go ahead, Akela. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. We have a lot in store for y'all today. I mean, y'all gonna y'all gonna learn some stuff today. Y'all gonna learn some stuff today. It's, it's a lot going on, y'all. <laughs> You've been warned. You have been warned. Um, but before we get before we dive into our actual topic for today, I do want to talk a little bit briefly about um, what's going on right now in the country. Um, I know we've all seen the traumatizing video on social media regarding Mm. George Floyd and his death and Mm. everything that's been surrounding that. And honestly, y'all, I mean, I'm just I'm just really tired. I think that's the best way for me to explain how I feel. Um, Just being feeling tired of having to. It's like scream, like tired of screaming to people like black lives matter like why do you not see us as human beings why do you feel like it's okay to kill us on the street like animals like what else do i say like what else like when will enough be enough right exactly yeah because we've had like we've definitely had enough history is only repeating itself at this point literally literally but we just have cameras to record the racism that's the only difference Mm -hmm. now Right. Thank God right. for the cameras. Thank right. God for the cameras. I mean, they had cameras back then too with Rodney King, and people yeah. are reposting the Time magazine mm-hmm. photos. I mean, we've been screaming this for years. Right. But the silver lining in all of this is we see a lot more, I don't like this word allies, but white people speaking out and saying that this is our fight too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've had friends that reached out to me, checking in with my mm-hmm. mental health and I've just been so grateful. And I think that's a really big silver lining mm-hmm. with this situation mm-hmm. going on. And when you say friends, you're talking about like friends, like white friends or just like friends in general, like other mm-hmm. okay. white friends, that's a good white thing. friends, okay. like a lot of white friends reposting, spreading awareness, which is a lot more than I saw with Trayvon. Right. And so, yes, a lot good. more. That's really good. Yeah. Right. I think, so, I mean, uh, how would y'all feel if you hit a white friend that, I mean, or is that, like they're not reposting this information? They're not speaking out against it at this point. How would you feel? They're just being quiet right now? Yeah, they're just like, mm-hmm. you know, hands off. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want to put my feet into it and things like that. I'm like, I recognize social media isn't everything for everyone all the time. But when it means mm-hmm. something, your silence means something and you're still continue to post your own content mm-hmm. when there's things in the world that are greater than you and your cat <laughs> you know that's where i get a little upset right. if you choose to be out of it be all the way out right. don't be in and out look right. posting things that don't matter yeah i um honestly i'm just keeping note i would say i'm keeping note personally because i'm like okay if you use social media all the time like i see you very active usually and then right now you're being just awfully quiet and you are those people that, you know, are always like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely Black Lives Matter. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I date black men or whatever, right? Or, I'm not racist, whatever, whatever. But you're not saying anything right now. Like, you need to say something. Because I'm, I'm taking your silence as you are condoning the behavior. That yeah. you are on the side Absolutely. of the oppressor, in my opinion. Because you're not saying anything. Like, this is horrible. This is horrific. This is horrific things that are happening right. to people. But there's a balance to... Because some people just say stuff just to be like, all right, I said it. Now, moving forward. Right, right, right. Do you really mean it, though? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. What are you doing? 
And for me too, with my activism, it looks a little different because I can't repost videos. I refuse to watch videos and I refuse to be desensitized to, you know, watching somebody die in front of us. I think sometimes with social media, we get so caught up in awareness, awareness, awareness that we are traumatizing our own communities. So for me, it's more of just like, you know, like spreading the word in different ways that are still impactful, but less traumatizing too. Right, right, yeah definitely um because i mean i agree with you i haven't i have not watched the video all the way i have not i just i mean i've seen what i needed what i needed to see but i just can't like i just cannot i can't do it like i i literally cannot Mm -mm. because i already know it i know it i've already seen it before i've seen it before you know and it's just i used to make myself too and it just still in my head yes you know i'm like well i have to see this i have to see this um it's important this is somebody's life this is what they're going through and so i'm like i can't just not watch but i can Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i agree so i mean i think it's just right now um like you mentioned it's really and very like it's imperative right now just for everybody to take their mental health seriously and just kind of give some time to yourself to process everything and to I guess kind of heal from it because everybody's impacted differently from this um and i think it's important just to take everybody's feelings into consideration and just i don't know i really don't know (laughs) i don't know what else to say on it because yeah taking care of your mental first and then being a part of the fight you know do what you can how you can um so exactly so all right so um we're gonna go ahead and just go into the, the, the conversation today um but 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 before we move on if anybody has anything to talk about if you guys want to leave comments on our instagram or something regarding um what's going on right now please feel free to do so okay so i mean there have been plenty of hot topics you know or just topics surrounding black women and their mistreatment in the healthcare system so akayla akayla tell us a little bit a little bit about you though before we get before we get into that you know introduce us yeah well i mean y'all know me y'all know me but to the viewers uh my name is akayla i just recently graduated class of 2020 okay got my ba in biology so bachelor's of arts um i love yoga i love my crystals um i watch a lot of anime and um (laughs) i don't know i'm pretty more outside of just the titles that I hold. I also hold held a lot of leadership titles and things like that. So I'm a lot more outside of those things, I guess you could say. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're you're bigger than So tell us what got you more so interested in like women's reproductive health. Like what led you to get interested in that? So for me, it was more of just like a calling. Um, since I was a kid, like I've just always had more of a feminine spirit. I have a higher affinity for um women and so for me I was just like well how can I be a doctor because I've always wanted to be a doctor and how can I pursue my passion in like womanness and people with vaginas and things like that and it just turned into uh okay I want to be a gynecologist not really the OB thing I'm not really into that but (laughs) more of like the gynecology and um the experiences going along with Mm -hmm. it and it also came too from a place of like trauma I would say um 
early on I had ovarian cyst and one ruptured when I was 15 years old and I just remember how cold and abrasive you know a lot of the situations were going like are you a virgin yes or no like in Mm. front of my parents and and I was like no and she's like are you sure you know just kind of like things like that I'm just ticks me to make me angry Mm. um and so I was like I want to be the change that I want to see man simple as that Wow. Um, period. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about, um, I mean, so ha- have you ever had a, like a black gynecologist yourself? Have you ever experienced that or like have all your. <laughs> so I'm also a military brat. So no, oh. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's a lot of. Yeah. So I didn't really grow up seeing one doctor. You know, it was always fast paced in and out mm-hmm. um, when it came to situations. Um, and so I'm not used to seeing like the same doctors in my own experience. No, I've never had a black gynecologist or somebody who's kind of just been looking into my stuff. I didn't really even get a gynecologist until my twenties. And so, okay. no, I didn't see a lot of us. See, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's another problem right. I want to talk about is the getting a, a gynecologist, because I don't think that's something that is normalized in the black community. I mean, I, it's not, I, um, my mother has never been like, are you going to go to the gynecologist? Like, we never had a conversation necessarily. I mean, I don't think... Until you have a problem. Right, right. Exactly. Unless going on, and then you go. But it's like, just to go for... Just just to keep up but with vaginal health. But even the going health, on. I know. I know. I know. It, it, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> you're right, Akela. You're definitely right. I mean... But I think I think I was always scared to even say anything about it. I mean, now I'm 23. I can go now if I want to or not. But it's like just for the, your parents to get the wrong idea like oh you're only going because you're having sex are you having sex why do you want why, why, why do you need to go to the gynecologist like you know what i mean like and right, right. and it's like i don't know just that, that whole there's a lot more going on than just sex in with my vagina i'll tell you that right yeah, now you right. know like i said i was 15 i hadn't even kissed a boy before i didn't have my first kiss until i was 17 so no i'm not going to no gynecologist right uh, just because <laughs> I'm over here popping it. And if I wanted to, that's my business. But (laughs) I digress. But um, no, yeah. And it sucks because in the black community, that also ties into the conversation with healthcare and how we don't really have, you know, the necessities that we need healthcare wise. And so then we come up with our own things and our own ways to solve problems that really we need medical professional help to solve. Mm. Um, And so it's just an endless cycle. It's an endless cycle. It's an endless cycle. Yeah. And it's hard because we don't normalize, you know, talking about our vaginas. I mean, I know women who haven't even seen their own vaginas before. Haven't even looked to see what it looks like. Haven't even haven't even looked, <laughs> haven't seen it. None of that. And I have friends who also I remember one friend told me, Oh my God, she's like, Yeah, um, you squirt out of your clitoris. I said, Oh. Oh Lord. See, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other, but it just comes from a lack of knowledge. Like it's just a lack of knowledge, exactly. And we don't normalize it. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So, so it's just taking those steps to teach to teach young ladies about it to help them to feel comfortable talking about their vagina because it is what it is. It's not going nowhere. Yeah, you got it. That's what it is. Y'all got it. So, and I, I do want to say just for my my just my activism with this is I recognize for me. I recognize the fact that everybody with a vagina doesn't identify as a woman. So that's just for my preference. And so when I talk about it, I'll just recognize that and just put that out there. Okay. 
that you know we have to talk to a lot of people with vaginas that because i mean misgendering in hospital in hospitals and things of those settings are also a thing that happened that triggers a lot of people to not want to seek health care because they're afraid that their their identities are going to be threatened because of it or not taken seriously because of it um Mm -hmm. and that's a whole nother conversation definitely (laughs) definitely there's levels to it there's levels to it for sure levels okay so let's talk a little bit about um I guess it's more about, more about the vagina. So do you... I know I know some people that, like, have named their vagina. Have y'all, like, named y'all's vagina? <laughs> no! <laughs> she ain't got a name. I don't know. She ain't got a name, but I will tell you, look, that's all woman right there. I be like, she she and her, her and I, she is separate from me. We have our own... She's separate. Okay. So she's separate. She's separate. We have conversation. We talk. Okay. We talk all the time now. We're best friends now. Before we weren't really that clo- cool. We weren't cool with each other. She was hating on me. I was hating on okay. her. Okay. But <laughs> y'all good now. Y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all besties. We chilling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We are besties. So let's talk about that. Have you named yours? Who? <laughs> you. No, I have not. I have not. No. I haven't. I really have not. Um, you know, we talked about same. if if we gave ours a name, but has somebody else given you a name? Look, that's a di- <laughs> that's a di- <laughs> right. That's a different story. <laughs> you know what? So holistic healing. Let's talk a little bit about that. So okay, what? <laughs> what? I know. Whenever I think, whenever I think about holistic healing in the vagina, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is the whole idea of yoni steams. Um, and I know I'm not very educated on that. I talked to people about it. I know when it became popular, I was like, "Ooh, what's that? Is it like detox, trying to detox mm-hmm. your vagina?" Or like, um, I don't know. Just what I don't. I don't really know like what the benefits are. So what? What are you? What are your thoughts on that? And what's so the process? Have, uh, yes, talk. Let's talk right. about it all together. So I'm gonna break down kind of my situation, how I kind of got into just all of this this realm of just holistic healing and things like that so for me like I told y'all I had ovarian cysts at 15 so I battled with those a lot of my late teens early adulthood life um especially when I did start engaging in sexual activity and so it was difficult because I was always in pain you know and things like that and also the fact that they don't tell you they talk about STIs and stuff like that but they don't tell you you know make sure you don't have sex after you know you just sweat a whole bunch or make sure when you go to the gym you wash yourself afterwards because you could have yeast infections or yeah. you could have UTIs and so um that's kind of a, a bit of what happened with me so I went to the doctor and I got my first yeast infection so I freaked out went to the doctor luckily being a military right I have free health care so mm-hmm blessings on that I have access to that um and so I went to the doctor and she was like oh no it's just a normal yeast infection that one went another one came back that one went like back to back back. Mm -hmm. and it just back to back back to back back and forth and so it was just really painful to go through and using the medications that they gave me I went to one doctor and I was like hi I'm here for a referral because I have to get a referral first to go to gynecologist and they're like oh no you don't need a referral you can just we're just going to give you 10 rounds of diflucan and and it will just wipe it out i was like um okay no real test they tested for sdis and that was it no real test gave me 10 rounds of a medication you only need to take twice in six days and told me to take it 10 days consecutively right and so after i did that after like the eighth day i felt a lot of pain going on it just i was just like 
this is I'm just gonna stop my intuition was like you need to stop and I, I just stopped it so I went because they didn't really help me I went like a whole nother year having these constant yeast infections and I was like you know what I'm not gonna listen to no more doctors they don't go they don't listen to me so I'm gonna look some things up and I'm gonna try to find different things that I can try to get rid of this problem because it was really starting to lower my confidence mm-hmm. and through that I found boric acid and apple cider vinegar and using like uh, boric acid capsules or uh, putting tampons in um, with those things and so I started getting to that and then I got more into the spiritual stuff when it came to like manifestation and how what we manifest in our mind kind of portrays out into our bodies and so I realized that I was harboring a lot of negative thoughts towards like what was going on down there it really depleted my confidence I was in a relationship and so I wasn't really having sex often because I wasn't confident and I realized I had a lot of negative thoughts harboring Um, and so to kind of help me along the way I picked up crystals and um, I've always had a natural affinity towards stones my grandma bought me lots of amethyst growing up because my favorite color is purple but um in in reality and i still believe this to this day amethyst kind of found me because um it helps with anxiety is something that i battle and so i got really into crystals then crystals led to saging and i love my oil diffuser and so that's kind of just how i got into all of that um basically through my own pain i found healing naturally man it's profound so wow. <laughs> the crystal. So my question with the crystal. So I mean, and you can again, you know, I don't know. So I'm just supposed to hear you're here to explain things and um give us your perspective. But with crystals, I think I've always kind of associated that with like bad or like witchcraft or something. So what exactly is right? Like, so what what right. do you do with these with crystals? Like what are they for? <laughs> it's, so it's so funny. It's so funny because y'all know. <laughs> And yes, I make waist beads too because it's so funny. Like y'all know, my line sisters love calling me the witch. Oh, uh, one of our line sisters literally was like, "I didn't talk to you while we was online because my mama said what you be doing is witchcraft." <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "And I said, oh well, I am a Christian, a devout one too. Um, me and God, we are very close. Um, I love Jesus." But at the same time, I do recognize the fact that this practice is something that people practice in witchcraft, which for me, a do your thing, I'm gonna do mine. And that's fine. But crystals are more of the way that the flesh, the world speaks, the universe speaks. So we have religion and spirituality. And for me, those are two different things. Now, I'm not a pro at this. So nobody please come for my throats. This is just what has worked for me. And so, um, For me, they're two different things, mostly because spirituality is the energy that we cultivate into this universe. You know, like when people say, oh, you got bad vibes or you got good vibes, good vibes only. Don't bring that energy over here. It's kind of manifesting that. Mm -hmm. So crystals kind of just resonate a frequency of energy that kind of promotes a natural healing to our bodies. So it has nothing to do (laughs) with praising the demon, praising God. Like religion is how I connect my soul to my my beliefs Mm -hmm. and crystal healing, holistic healing is how I connect my soul to this earth. Real, that's wow. That's a great way to break that down for people. Right. Yeah, because I mean, it it gets way more complex than that. But for me, it's helped me with my anxiety profoundly just meditating. I mean, I love how manifestation has become kind of mainstream because people are realizing that 
it's just like praying we do these rituals people get so scared of the word rituals I mean, what do you, we, when we do communion, that's a ritual. When we give uh, the bread and the wine and we, you know, drink the flesh of God and things, that's a ritual of its own versus if I meditate with my crystals, that's my ritual for my peace. And so it's the same thing. They don't have to be, I'm a witch. I praise the demons, you know, <laughs> none of that. I don't do that stuff, but that's just how I speak with my body and how I connect with this world that I'm currently living in. Wow. If that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> right. Thank you. No questions for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's go into the um the Yoni steam. So talk a little bit more about that. Give me some more details yeah, about yeah. that. Yes. So later on during my adventures um of trying to solve my problems myself because doctors weren't helping me I came across yoni steaming and um I mostly wanted to try it because I was like oh my gosh like these cramps hurt so bad from these ovarian cysts just rupturing I would have to go to the ER and things like that and so I looked up different ways that I could do this naturally and yoni steaming popped up and what yoni steaming is it's a very ancient practice um I believe Asian cultures practiced it and they kind of recorded themselves doing it where you sit over a pot of um you sit over the pot of herbs and you <laughs> you kind of just chill <laughs> and burn your butt a couple times it's like hot water no yeah it's very <laughs> hot so it's like tea it's like a tea for your vagina essentially okay wow um, and so you can put different herbs in there. Now, I did get my herbs at a witch shop, okay? You can come for my neck if you want That's to. Where but like, mm. <laughs> so, so where, where can we buy others? Where, where can we buy from? Other you can go online. Like, you can go online. And you can just go on Amazon. But my thing is, make sure they're organic. Because okay. you don't... This is a very spiritual place. Your yoni is a very spiritual place. So you don't want to put a lot of, like other energies that aren't all positive and natural of coming to the earth in you and so mm. um some ingredients that i put in mind was like calendula which is marigold it's a flower mm -hmm. um i did put rosemary in mine i put lavender in mine and all of these have different properties that kind of create um an antiseptic environment and so in our yonis, we naturally have bacteria. I mean, it's called our normal flora. We take probiotics, things mm -hmm. like that. But this kind of helps cleanse out like the bad bacteria and also, you right. know, like helps soften the tissue so that they're able to come down a little lighter. So for yoni steaming, you don't want to do it too often, but some people do it before their periods and it helps with them cramp their cramps. Um, people do that. it to promote fertility um so that if you have fibroids or like ovarian cysts that you know kind of block your passageways for an egg um people do it to kind of get rid of those things so that they can promote fertility to bring in a baby um for me like my ovarian cysts so it's a lot of different great properties in yoni steaming mm. wow mm -hmm. could you go could you like go to like <laughs> the natural food store or like I don't know. Yeah, like, girl. That sell, like, organic I mean, yeah. herbs and stuff. I, like, you can go to apothecaries. Um, some apothecaries aren't affiliated with any religion. <laughs> they just 
have herbs dried herbs for me i also planted my own herbs and then dried them myself <laughs> i remember i posted a snapchat one of my friends was like so is this witchcraft and i'm like no it's me just drying herbs to use them oh, wow. to right, heal. Right. <laughs> you know just drying herbs and honestly it's so annoying though because people act like this isn't what we've been doing black people this isn't what we've been doing for centuries like y'all get so mad at these white people discovering coconut oil well we've been using shea butter and coconut oil but you won't even let me dry my herbs in peace i mean (laughs) something is lost in translation i mean i mean let's say that that is something that we have been doing you know since before we came here as slaves if that's the case i mean the white man of wash brainwash us to think that okay what things that we did that were normal to us is now bad or it's seen as witchcraft or whatever because that's 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 what they believed so i mean it's definitely exactly i mean hey i mean and then of course that that just just gets passed down generation to generation so yeah it's of assimilation exactly And so I kind of like how we're kind of taking that back because I feel like we don't let them, the whites, appropriate it a little too much like on that side because there are some great benefits to healing naturally. I mean, the drugs that we use today, I'm a whole biology major, so I study this stuff. Mm -hmm. The drugs we use today are synthesized from the properties of these plants. And so it's just like going back to our roots, literally. Um, There's nothing to be afraid of. So you can dry them at home if you want. Um, I don't know, does... I see some herbs at places, but most of the time they sell them as cooking herbs. Like I rarely see in grocery stores, like natural groceries and stuff. They I know put them in the sage. cooking area. Yeah, I know they have sage and they have them in bundles, mm-hmm. but you have to be careful because sometimes they put seasoning in those things and you don't want any of that going. My biggest thing would probably look up online for online stores, Instagram. I am obsessed with Instagram and buying stuff <laughs> off of people. <laughs> And small businesses oh, yes, on Instagram. Yes, like oh CMOS. my gosh. Like the CMOS. That's what's got me. <laughs> the CMOS. I'm like, look, this close to buying some CMOS. Look. But yeah, just like that. I would I would promote looking at look, looking at places like that to go and get those in bulk. Like, and you Dr. can you can have fun with it too. Kids sell it. Sell a lot of CMOS. Mm. Have their Instagram accounts. They sell CMOS on there. They be putting CMOS in like foods and stuff right yeah you eat it what is it mm-hmm. good for you eat it you can like blend it in your smoothie what? have y'all used it yet no i have not i haven't it's okay. good for like healing stuff like different like diseases i don't know what specifically oh. right i'm gonna have to look more into that sea moss because i saw it but i didn't like get into it but um with the yoni steaming it's good because you don't want to put anything that's like i said it's it's all about a transfer of energy and so when i yoni steam as well i also like to embed my crystals in it to kind of raise my vibration down there um mm. while doing that because it's like a like like a little spa for your you know, like a little spa moment yes, See, yes. I have, so i have something else to add to this okay because since, we're, since mm-hmm. we're talking about um the transference of energy and you only want positive energy down there and not negative energy down there um doesn't that same of i mean do you do y'all think that that also applies to like sex like who you sleep with like yeah the energy that men can bring from other i can women, go on yes you know yes. about that yes yes <laughs> because ma'am. in my experience what happened was the reason i had all of this going on was because i had sex with my partner at the time and my vagina instantly rejected him and I had this going on the whole duration of our relationship, and it didn't clear up until it finished. So what do you mean so it rejected him? What, what does that mean? 
You said it rejected him. What do you mean? As in, I got my first yeast infection when I when we the first time we had sex. Oh wow! And it didn't leave me until our relationship ended, like completely oh leave me. Oh my gosh! Wow! So it so, is like yes, your body like literally rejected it. <laughs> yes, wow. I listen to your intuition. Listen to it because yes, these men they love to have sex because it they don't want to be in tune with their own emotions. Of course. And so they just it's a, just a practice for them. Mm-hmm. Versus for us, our organs are more on the inside and there's project. Mm, Therefore they're literally. always seeing it. Yes. It's always protruding and they can easily just slide out of it. Versus us, it's like it's in inside us. of us. It's mm-hmm. in us. It's mm-hmm. internalized. And so that's how I think about it. I agree. That's a really good way to put yes. that. Ooh, that was good. That was really good. That was great. I've never heard it like that. that Don't boost me. That's exactly. Don't it. boost me. Look, everything I said, somebody done already said it. But look. still, like, Whew. yes, that's really that's yes, a word. That's facts. That is that is very very true. I mean, yeah. I mean, have you ever had experiences like that too, where your body's just like, Mm-mm, not him, sis? I uh, mm, had experience like that. I don't think so. I mean, it's not like I've just out here with everybody so i think the aftermath <laughs> of the situation <laughs> as an aftermath you're like i care i still for some reason care about someone that doesn't care about me oh well, yeah, still right. care yeah. About yeah right you feel like you that's know? the yeah. soul tie i mean yeah that's the hormones yeah that's the hormones too because uh-huh. hormones be playing you sis <laughs> right. they be like remember when it was good Stop. remember that <laughs> <laughs> oh lord no no we don't want to go back down that road you that? <laughs> so do y'all believe in soul ties i do that for i mean i, I do soul ties i believe in them as well but i don't think they're necessarily just they're not they're not just sexually either i think just again like whoever you surround yourself with like can impact you in general so mm-hmm. like I, that's what mm-hmm. i think even like best friends like somebody that may be your best friend and like you all still y'all will start like adapting each other's mannerisms or like how you, how you do things just because you're around each other all the time i feel like just even that oh, yeah. is just that also can count as that but i mean of course we see it more often with sex because sex is just such a a bonding experience it's a it's a ritual <laughs> <laughs> it's a ritual you know it's a dance i think of it as a dance you know it's like you literally are connecting yourself you know through motion do and as humans we naturally crave connection mm-hmm. and so with soul ties they're really tricky is because it's like you constantly have to think is this what i need or is this what i want and mm. and, and it's like you have to listen to your body and a lot of people don't a lot of people aren't in tune with how their body responds to things they just do because that's what they think they need mm-hmm versus right. like and so they end up with all these ties and wonder why they're so distraught and feel and, empty and is because lost. you yeah. haven't connected with the one sense of tie that you really need and that's with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and your body man <laughs> because You're your mind your mind girl your mind and your body are two different <laughs> things they're two different entities bro two different ones so people are just connecting connecting which is fine i mean i just started entering the world of casual sex i didn't think i could do it and we're chilling out here. But we're chilling because I spent the time with my body. Well, see, I have a question about with that, you. too. I have a question about that, about about the casual sex or just, you know, having sex with somebody that you really don't, like, you know, that you may, you may not really want to be with, like, you know, like, as far as, like, relationship-wise. But how how are you able to just have sex with them 
and that's it because i feel like as women like you like you mentioned before right. like it's natural for us to feel something or for us to you know now we have this connection now because you were inside of me so how are you able to, how are you able to detach i guess like how are you able to like, cut that off mm-hmm. like, cut the emotions off and just be okay this is just purely physical Right. right, and it, for me, listen to a lot of Meg The Stallion. Um, <laughs> See, but I don't me think and she, Hot Girl Meg, we be rolling. I don't even think she she even she don't be. I don't think she really be doing what she be talking about though. So I don't even. That's crazy. I don't think so. Look, you don't be knowing what she doing either, do you? Right, that's the thing. You don't know. She told you. You better listen. But no, really though. Um, for me, at first, it was really intimidating idea because I was really insecure. Um, with everything going on. And plus, like, I think as women, we naturally feel like we have to seek our validation of sexiness and things like that from men. Like, we have to seek that validation from them. And so, like, we've been told that, you know, like, you always see men masturbating on shows, even kids, you know, like, big mouth and stuff like that. You rarely ever see little girls or, which I I don't want to see little girls, let me just say that, but I'm just saying, we don't normalize, like, women masturbating and things like that Mm -hmm. in society. Like, it's not mainstream. And so, like, we naturally feel like when it comes to sex, like, men have to initiate it. We have to be validated by men. And so once I kind of got rid of that and actually spend time with my body, like I was telling you before, like I had blocked all my sexual energy from my yoni because I felt gross. Like I felt disgusting. Like I have this thing that's just been going on for this long and it's affecting everything and I can't even do the thing that I want to do. So once all of that cleared up, I kind of had that those times with myself where I had to heal and healing came from talking with my yoni and, and, and validating her and that confidence just started building. And so then I was just like, you know what, let's just go, let's just do it. I'm down for it. And that's how I was able to just detach how I felt because I was able to connect with my body, but I didn't really want to connect with someone with my mind. Or if I really like the person, I connect my mind and my body and I can just do that because I have that awareness now. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I know. So. Okay. Wow. Man. Right. <laughs> I mean, she's breaking everything down. <laughs> I got a man, but I'm messing around because I'm young and I can't be tied <laughs> down. Whoa. <laughs> and, I love that song. You know, and that's, and you're right. I mean, of course, like, there's a lot of double standards in society. Like, you know, it's just society says that men can do things that women can't do. Men can mess around women can't mess around um right and i mean that's true and it's just i mean i think i think ultimately it, it comes out to the individual that, like that that's what you want to do that is completely your business you know what i mean and i just feel like right i just don't know i mean i don't think double standards are going are going into are going away anytime soon but it's again i just like if that's what you want to do it's not up to me to to judge you or to tell you what you can and cannot do that's because that's that's up to you you know but and it's good because right. we're finally like living in a time where people like Meg the Stallion are being praised and things like that. Um, but one of my favorite um, YouTubers, she's a feminist called Miss um, for Harriet. Her name I call her Miss Kimmy, but her name is Kim. Um, and she spoke about the fact that women, black women, especially um we literally have made profit off of selling our bodies constantly all oh, the time. Yeah, so no, duh, you know, the Lana comments. Yeah, you know what the Lana Del Rey comments? She was like, how dare you use your white privilege to say that when the only way we were seen 
was if we did these things. Right, Thank right, so, right. Thank you, you know, like, how can you how can you compare where you don't compete? Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, I'm glad that we have people like Megan or, you know, Nikki and, you know, even the trailblazer, Lil' Kim, who's talking about that stuff. You know, like, just so women can feel confident the fact that we have options, right. too. We ain't got to sit around waiting for the same dusty brother to get his life together and stop cheating on me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Right, we don't. Even Lizzo, just, although she gets on my nerves, she embraces oh, who she is. So you don't like Miss Lizzo? She gets on my like nerves. She does a little bit too much. Now, if she was skinny, no. If she was no, skinny, like no, all the mother no. Instagram models. It's not about that. It's not even about the weight. It's, it's not, not even about the weight. Don't even get me started. It's not about the weight. It is. It is. And you guys are looking for attention. <laughs> like the basketball game? Come on now. Come on. Now. Okay, now that one. That was amazing. That one, I will agree. That was a little bit. <laughs> Girl, when I saw the outfit, I said, it don't even look cute. It's like, not. I'm confused. It wasn't, it wasn't even about the cuteness. She just, she just wanted to make a statement of some kind. Exactly. Like, that's what it was for. Exactly. And she did, because y'all still talking about it a year later. Oh, so what's whatever. Good? <laughs> no, that was not right. The kids, and I didn't see all that. Oh. At all. At <laughs> all. <laughs> Yeah, no. people really be mad though, but they be mad at Meg too. They be like, "Is that all she can do?" I'm like, "Homegirl in college, like, what y'all worried about? Why y'all so mad? Y'all she's mad? We popping? She's she's, she's, she's making her money, so but I can't talk." That <laughs> goes again into into like women channeling their sexual energy. It's something a lot of women fear. You know, I had that fear, and I had it subconsciously. I didn't even know that until I spoke with my therapist that I had this subconscious fear of always feeling validated by society. So I was always like, oh, I don't like casual sex because, you know, I'm just, like, super emotional, and I don't do this and that. But really, it's just because I don't want to walk around saying I got so-and-so bodies because people talk about exactly. that. That's exactly. I don't want to walk say around that. saying I... <laughs> Right. Like, I don't want to walk around doing this because, I mean, if you want to do it, that's cool. I would say that all the time. If you want to do that, that's cool. But for me, I can't do that because X, Y, and Z. But really, I was just, they were just excuses as mm-hmm. to why, because I was caving in, you know. And so I had to have that talk with myself because I was in a committed relationship for two years and I just wasn't really happy and things were going on and it ended up in infidelity, not on my part because we don't do that but it ended up in infidelity and things like that and so it just broke me into thinking well somebody else can do it so can I and that's not the right way to do it but I had to heal first and through the healing that's where I realized what the core of the issue was so I didn't just like go well if he can do it I can too and just run with it I was like okay let's get to a point where we can have that revenge and then I got to the point and I was like I don't even need the revenge anymore because I'm freer now I understand myself now right this is why I want to continue doing it for me and not for somebody else so with that situation (laughs) you broke it all the way down I have another question for you so me and Kayla this is off topic only but it goes along with what we're talking about we're talking about summer's eve now, growing up, the Summer's Eve product, which a lot of us use, right? Because we're told that it's yes. good for your pH balance. That's what they advocate for. No, but it's, it's not. Good. It's not. No, and not, and not. It is it? Yeah, no, I don't use it anymore. I know when I was younger, I guess. Well, not younger, younger, like some years ago. Everybody years. had that little spray though in their locker room in middle oh, school. Oh, the remember the, after the powder spray. <laughs> The, yeah, right. the, spray, the stuff that give you cancer, bro. Oh, <laughs> Please don't. 
supposed to keep you dry yes. and we were talking about that idea and it's so sad because it starts so young yeah you know yeah. i was with my baby cousin yesterday she's 14 and there's this viral song on tiktok talking about ooh stinky stinky ooh fishy fishy you know like i'm like why are you singing that like it's a jingle and you over here talking like what no we don't need to normalize this. we don't <laughs> like, need to normalize that at all. Yeah, because the thing is, we're avoiding the conversation by putting comedy, comedy on it, on yeah. top of it. And I'm like, we need to address, the, to little girls especially, like, you don't gotta smell. Like, the smell isn't, like, what's important. Like, this is how we clean ourselves. Mm-hmm. We naturally clean ourselves with water and our own pH. You're throwing her off, making her smell even worse. But then they're also scared. Because when I was a kid, I was scared people were going to smell me, too. I you mean, know, especially yeah. when you're on your period and things like because that. Right. And so as women were always told to, like, people with vaginas were always told to, like, cover up, cover up, cover this up. And that clean. Well, what was clean it? Yourself. That smell you can't, that itch you can't scratch. You remember, like, we never just came out with it. You got a yeast infection? <laughs> Girl, buy you some cream. Like, that itch you can't right. scratch. I used to think it was like, like a bad was thing. it on my forehead? <laughs> you know, <good>. like, <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Because we don't normalize talking about those things. Meanwhile, we got Viagra commercials for old Oh, yeah, they normalize that. Very normal. That's a luxury, though. That's a luxury item. That's not a necessity. And what honestly, is a necessity? like, up until two years ago, I'm going to get real. I was, like, and this is bad. I'm going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> up until two years ago, I was embarrassed to even buy pads for myself in the store. Honestly. Yes, honest, honestly. And you were big grown. Same. I'm so you had a big age. I still, like, sent me, pa- me pads to my house. I was really? embarrassed. <laughs> wait, 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 yes. wait. So you were in college and you were afraid to, like, when I like, go to the store. In college, having my mom purchase them herself and bring them to me because I'm like, I now Adisha, that's bad. That now Adisha, that's bad. But it's just but like, you know what? I don't it's not your know. fault. You've been conditioned. You had to do that. It's not your fault. <laughs> oh, You've yes. been conditioned to believe you had to do that, and therefore yes. I ain't even mad at you. But that, that was, is a little ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. But it's a know? perpetual fear. Yes. Like, yes. We, like I remember in high school, like. My friends, I would ask them for a table because, you know, I've always been a feminist, my little behind. <laughs> I always had a fire under my butt. And so my friends, I'd be like, hey, you got a tampon? They'd be like this. They'd be like, mm, here you go. Here you go. I snatch that thing and be like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. Can I go to the bathroom? What you got to go to the bathroom for? Because I'm bleeding out my vagina. What you oh want? Oh, my God. <laughs> teachers. Yes, because teachers uh-huh. will try you. Teachers really will try you. I'm like, you want me to bleed on this seat? Like, I, I don't play games with that stuff because no, it's not like I, I want to get up in front of the class. <laughs> it's not like, I told you, I always had a little fire in my butt. But it's not like, like, even that, like, well, Kayla, you're being inappropriate. No, because you want to ask me in front of the class, what am I doing in the bathroom? That's my business. Now, everybody knows my business and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because it's normal. See? And this is 14-year-old Kayla. So imagine 21-year-old Kayla. She's a mess. She is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I, I know with Anisha. I was Literally. the same way. Like, I hated it. I, I never, I, I don't think I ever asked anybody for a pad. Even if I needed a pad, I was, I'll figure it out. Like, right. I just hated talking about my period or like yes. pads or just, I mean, I mean, that's. But why? I just thought it was, I thought it was just uncomfortable because I was embarrassed. Like, I didn't personal. like the fact that I had, I didn't, yeah, it was very personal. And I hated, <sighs> I hated having a period. Like, I just hated it. I just, I just thought it was like the, just the worst thing. And like, 
Why? I, I felt I felt alone, even though I knew every woman had it. But it's, it just you just feel like, man, like nobody understands what I'm going through. People don't talk about it, so you feel like you're by yourself. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel in you. It with me. Yeah. That's the thing with a lot of conversations about our yoni is this: the fact that everybody goes through this yes. stuff, but nobody talks about it because we're scared. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it sucks because we have scared, you know, little humans with vaginas just over here harboring themselves out of fear of acceptance. And that's why I was asking you why. Like, where does this come from? I mean, that's where mine is. I mean, I think just because growing up, I mean, once I got to high school, I started playing sports. It was definitely easier because everyone would be like, oh, I want my period. And like our periods like sync up together because we were always <laughs> playing basketball together. So like a lot yeah. of the time, like <laughs> our periods like, would be like, would be like around the same time like one week after each other it was so crazy but so that's that's how i became more comfortable with it because i was like it was discomforting to hear other girls talk about um cramping or oh i'm bleeding so you'll have a pad or someone someone one of my actually actually leaked on the court like she was leaking on her like i said there was like blood on the chair Mm. she had had, like one she had like one locker room to get a pass like seeing things like that it's like okay this is like that's really embarrassing that part is very embarrassing but just knowing that, like, I'm not alone in this, like, just have, having those conversations is what really helps me, I think, to just be, like, it is what it is. Like, even, like, my best friends, like, we, we talk about vaginas all the time. Or, like, vaginal health now is just, it's it, it's a much easier conversation to have. Like, because I, even with my mom, mm-hmm. like, even still to this day, like, it was, I don't, I don't, I don't like talking about my vagina with my mom, though. Like, that's the first, I don't, I still don't do it. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Oh, my mom, that's, my that's my go-to. That's my go-to person. Yeah. I, I mean, because at she's first, mine, that but was not the only person that kids. I had. Yeah, I mean, she's because right. I just I don't know. That's I don't. I person. just feel like that's my mommy. Like <laughs> I don't want to talk about that with her because I feel like she's still, she still sees me as like a little girl. You came out of it. Look. I know. <laughs> I know. You said I'm gonna ruin yours today. Look, oh, <laughs> but yeah. But no, I feel you on that. I definitely understand, and I'm glad that through that sense of community you were able to understand that it is normal and it happens more easier and it's just like how do we get that message across the board you know so that we don't have little girls feeling like they can't ever even interact with a a boy because they might smell and they might make fun of them because Mm -hmm. i know a lot of little boys that would be like "Mm, it smelled like fish in here right i mean they have a whole song about it like how y'all making tiktoks to 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 like and even talking to my guy friends we were like we I was like, Oh my gosh, I had the worst experience, you know, this dude did not shower and it was disgusting, it smelled. And they're like, Oh yeah, with the girl, you know, hers smelled too and I was like, Okay, well, it's a little different with us and they're like, Well, how is it different? I'm like, You can take a shower and get rid of that. With us, it's not as easy. It's there's not, a lot yeah. going on. I don't know, I just with feel- mine Go ahead, it happened at school, in high school. Like I was in dance class and like I started like mine's came in class. And so I think that was kind of like what embarrassed me to actually like go out and get it. I think they like scorned me. Aww. And then I wind up going to the bathroom and my teacher sent one of the students into the bathroom with me. And she wound up slipping a pad underneath the stall. Oh, so everybody and I was like, knew wow, basically. Everybody knew besides me. Oh, right. Well, you had a little PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I take back what I said I earlier. I PTSD still. <laughs> I take yes. I take back what I said earlier. Yes. You're a little scared. Yes, absolutely. That's definitely a tough moment. See, my first one wasn't. Yes. My first one wasn't a lot, and I was definitely a late bloomer because I was in gymnastics, 
And so my first one was just like a little like trickles. And so luckily for me, I was like, dang, I didn't even get it all the way. You know, I was a little <laughs> upset. All my friends, they were like, they were like two years deep. And I'm over here still struggling like, bro, when am I going to get this? How, like, when is this about to happen? And then finally it happened and it wasn't even that extravagant. So I don't think, I think the one embarrassing time though is when I tried wearing a pad to the pool with my little sixth grade boyfriend. Not sixth grade. Oh eighth grade God. boyfriend. <laughs> to the pool wait did wait, wait wait did you get in the water did you get in the water <laughs> that's the question did not get in the water <laughs> yes <Okay>. yes <laughs> that thing said look it's, I, <laughs> I, I bet it did swell i said what is going on what is going oh. on and then my big sister she's like bro you're not supposed to do that and i'm like why and they're like because it catches everything. It, that's the point. <laughs> oh, my butter was full of. That's, I can't. I can't. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. There's a lot going on. But we figured it out. Oh, the next Lord. trip to the water park was a good time. That was also when I learned that I put a tampon in wrong. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That little diagram on that box is a lie. It lied to all the of us, I feel like. The little diagram on the boxes. Oh, I don't use tampons. I just don't use tampons to this day. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just... Uh, me I neither. Me that, neither. Well, when I was a teenager, you know, I was surrounded by a whole bunch of white kids. Oh, okay. They pressured me into shaving, and they pressured right. me into using tampons. Shaving, for sure. And so... But yeah, what's the condition that, that you can get when it's, like, in there for too long? Something what's shock, the condition right? you get? Shock syndrome. Shock syndrome, yeah. Shock yes. syndrome from the bacteria sitting in there too long. Mm-mm, no. And um, that's a real thing. <laughs> Getting them lost is a real thing. <gasps> but I was I was pressured into using tampons, too. And now in my adult life, now that I realize I don't got to feed into that, I use pads, yes. too. Because yes. just let it oh, out. Just, just let, let it, it flow. Let that's it what out. the Yoni seems for, too. Let it let it out. Let, let it, it flow. out. Yeah, because tampons... I, I remember one time I tried to use it when I was in high school because I wanted to go to, like, swimming or like to a pool party or pool party i think it was but i was like yeah i'm just not gonna go because i just couldn't i couldn't get it in there i couldn't get it it, was, it hurt really bad <laughs> right. and you didn't want to have like, the incident that i had this is not this is not it <laughs> let me just not go it's fine it'll be it'll be more pool parties in the future but yeah <laughs> right <laughs> exactly exactly but the thing is too like it makes me sad when people feel like they have to hide it because even me i recognize when i was talking about everything that for me she everything that she goes through is like a bad thing like even with my ovarian cyst i was just like something's wrong with me something's wrong with Mm -hmm. me and just flipping my mind to that positivity like instead of saying oh god i'm on my period i'm like oh my vagina is having her moment my uterus is having her moment yeah and i'm gonna allow her the space to do so and that's how we manifest positivity in our lives is just realize how you talk about the natural things and how you talk about yourself because i mean this is a reflection of me mm, right Her health is a reflection of my health yeah, and so it's how i change how i spoke to myself like oh my period's having her she's having her moment and i'm gonna let her have her moment or when she's cramping really bad from the cyst like one guy was like you want to keep going i'm like no i'm in pain he was like well i still want to keep going i'm like would you keep going if you were in pain like let her have her moment i'm not about to sit here and apologize for the fact that she's having her moment because it starts with that we always think something's wrong with us when we have those interactions and so i was really proud of myself in that moment because i was just like i'm not about to have somebody tear down me so that they could be happy so that's how i feel about like the whole gist of it it's just like 
speaking to her and talking with her. I sit and have a whole conversation with her. We we be chilling. So we need to start practicing that, like uplifting it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that we can and say? And it starts with you going to the store. You can go to the store and buy you a little pad, Aisha. On your own. <laughs> On your own. I've already been doing it. On your it. own. I- I've been doing I'm it. I'm proud of you. Good. It's I've the little things. It. I've been doing it. It's little things. Right? Um, I don't know. what Based off of what I'm saying, what do y'all think that y'all can implement to kind of yeah, change your mindset about what, what all of I the say? things that like, we talked about? I just about. feel like, you know, gosh, I'm on my period. Jeez. I could be like, okay, this is like you just said, this is a time where I'm like going through this process. You know, it's okay. Like, this is what the process requires. You know, okay. it's kind of like a oh moment, you know, like geez, yeah. I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it carries over into other things too, because I know I don't know if y'all have experienced UTIs or yeast infections, but those those were at you a little differently. Those are beasts on their own. Lord. But what about you, Nakia? Um, I don't know. I was, I was gonna say the period thing too, but I can't because they just said it. So, um, <laughs> I think. I think that's like remembering like what you said, like reminding myself if, if there's any, if there's ever any issues or whatever, like to remember that like this is this is a reflection of me. So if 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 she is having some problems, I need to reevaluate myself. About, okay, so what am I doing? What am I eating? What am I ingesting? What what, what am I taking in right now? What are you that, eating? That she is not wine. Look, <laughs> that she's not. You know, she ain't really for. So I think just that, just remembering that 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 my vaginal health is also a reflection of my health and just mm-hmm. to keep that in mind um because i think i think that that often goes ignored i think women forget that a lot that they, they just think oh, something's, something's, like, something's wrong with me like it's just me it's like something's, like something's wrong with my vagina but if you start taking t- start taking care of yourself correctly and really taking the time to and like listen to your body how much that can change for you yes oh my god i'm glad y'all actually really <laughs> we, i've like, learned so much right so much really yes so much i'm glad i think it's something that like i i love talking about this because i love reactions like this where people are like oh my gosh this is another way i can connect with myself Mm -hmm. in a way that i didn't even know notice that i wasn't connected to um especially when it comes to fertility i mean we haven't even touched on that but a lot of people when they get pregnant is just like this scary thing is because they now have to be connected to something that they didn't even recognize they weren't connected to um, exactly so and quickly <laughs> we had this conversation about that yes yeah. okay thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast you were i don't even know the word a light you are amazing um, okay much needed i mean so much so much wonderful advice and just so much for for me and I used to reflect on and even for our listeners to just really think about or research more into um and to just start mm-hmm. start having the conversation start norm, start normalize normalize the conversations about your vagina with little sisters little cousins whoever because it's it needs to be it needs to happen because you don't you don't want them to feel how you felt so I just think just just right. be encouraging and just be the change you want to see that is my exactly. favorite quote be exactly. the change you want to see and I want to see a lot of people proud to have one of these things that we got because yes. I'm tired of people like I hate it. <laughs> it's a it's right. she, she she is great. She is everything, and me and her we chilling. You know the boys like it too. So hey, plus one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pilla, thank you so much again. Thank you so much for thank all your you so wisdom. Much for having me. And we'll be back with next next week with even better content. I hope. What's gonna top this? I don't even know what's gonna top this, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs>
And a big thank you to all of our listeners on Apple and Spotify that have subscribed and positively rated us. We thank you all so much for your support. We'll be back next week bringing y'all the content that you love to hear. Bye!